I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Time heals all wounds, and time also helps us forget the rather nasty endings of films we didn't want to think about too hard. Even if on the surface a film seems to have a happy ending, sometimes all it takes is a few more seconds thought to realise things aren't quite as peachy as we once believed. So I'm Amy from What Culture, and here are 10 movie endings darker than you remembered. 10. Danny, Rusty and Tess are probably targeted for assassination. Ocean's Eleven. On paper, the ending to Steven Soderbergh's Ocean's Eleven remake fits the movie's generally breezy tone like a glove. The team pulls off the heist and Danny completes a stint in prison for violating his parole before driving off into the sunset with Tess and Rusty. People tend to forget, though, that the final few seconds of the film also contain a darker implication, as we fleetingly see two of the villain's bodyguards watching the trio drive off and prompt tail them. On the movie's DVD commentary, Soderbergh and screenwriter Ted Griffin discuss the ending, with Griffin explaining that some of his friends were left confused, believing that the bodyguards had been sent by villain Benedict to assassinate the three. Whilst this obviously didn't happen, as there's two sequels, Griffin said he regretted not writing a small beat to clarify the ending, where the bodyguard's car would conk out due to one of the heroes tampering with it, and in turn he'd get rid of any potential ambiguity regarding the hero's fates. As it stands, though, watched in a vacuum, it sure as hell seems like the bodyguards are gearing up to clip Danny, Tess and Rusty. 9. The polar bear totally eats Yona and Timmy. Snowpiercer. Bong Joon-ho's terrific sci-fi action Snowpiercer ends on what appears to be an optimistic note, as the titular train is derailed and the apparent sole survivors, Yona and Timmy, step out into the tundra. In the film's final moments, they spot a polar bear in the distance, suggesting that life does in fact exist outside of the train and providing a faint glimmer of hope for both their own survival and humanities as a whole. That is, until you consider the more grim probability that Yona and Timmy are definitely about to get devoured by a very hungry polar bear. Given that they've spent their entire lives on board the train and have nothing in the way of defensive capabilities, there's absolutely nothing they'll be able to do if that bear, which isn't very far away at all, comes their way, which it probably would. Like, that thing will be hungry. There is not a lot of food. And polar bears aren't cute, cuddly, sweet little things. They'll rip your head straight off. And if they're not eaten by that bear, they've got little in the way of basic survival skills to endure the harsh elements. They can't find food, create shelter for themselves or anything. Essentially, Either way, they're absolutely screwed. Eight, everybody forgets about Amanda. Taken. 
This film's depiction of former CIA operative Brian Mills employing his very special set of skills to rescue his kidnapped daughter from an Albanian sex trafficking ring definitely makes it the darkest entry of the trilogy. In the end, Brian kicks ass and saves his darling daughter, serving up a cathartic happy ending for audiences whilst totally glossing over the more horrifying truth of Brian's revenge crusade. A subplot earlier in the movie revolves around Kim's friend Amanda, who's also kidnapped alongside her. Tragically, her corpse is later discovered by Brian, dead from a forced drug overdose. And yet, the end of the movie gives not a second thought to poor Amanda and her presumably devastated family. Amanda was nothing more than a prop and a plot device that the film forgets about the second she's exhausted her function, to show the grim fate that Brian must save his own precious Kim from. The ending may be a fortuitous one for the Mills family, but the outcome is still a net negative. Amanda's dead, her family are left grief-stricken, and there's a bunch of other trafficked young girls whose fates are left totally up in the air. Don't let me catch you smiling at their reunion, there is nothing to smile about. 7. The Mutant Children's Safety is Far From Certain Logan There's no denying that Logan's ending is a bittersweet one, as the titular superhero sacrifices himself to protect Laura and the other mutant children, allowing them to cross the Canadian border to apparent safety. The film treats Canada as a sure safe haven for the mutants, and whilst it's entirely possible that they're safe once they enter the country, it's also far less of a sure thing than the movie seems to suggest. For starters, the mutants only think there's help waiting for them there, they've got no guarantee whatsoever. And whilst the film obviously plays off of the stereotype that Canada is a way more liberal and accepting place than the US, the country does have its own pervasive history of racism and prejudice, which is a far cry from the sunnier outlook implied in the film. Obviously, nowhere on Earth is an idyllic paradise free of bigots who hate outsiders, but ultimately, the mutants' quest for safety and freedom is far more of a crapshoot than the fixed, definite outcome posited by this film. 6. Andrew is doomed to a tragic fate. Whiplash. Whiplash ends with such a cathartic display of jazz drumming skill from protagonist Andrew that it's easy to get swept up in the sheer majesty of it and forget its more unsavoury implication. Yes, Andrew gives the performance of his young life to date and finally earns the approval of sadistic jazz instructor Terence Fletcher. But at what cost? Look past Andrew's satisfied smile and the brilliance of his final performance and we have a young man who has cast his humanity aside in pursuit of his obsession, pushed to excellence on a foundation of abuse and left utterly broken inside at the end of it. The director even suggested in interviews that Andrew was likely to be pushed towards a tragic fate, saying, quote, Fletcher will always think he won and Andrew will be a sad, empty shell of a person and will die in his 30s of a drug overdose. So, just like lots of other stories focusing on the obsessed artist trope, this one realistically will never lead to a happy ending. 5. The Cycle of Revenge Will Continue Kill Bill Volume 2 Kill Bill Volume 2 delivers by far the most sentimental and outwardly happy ending of any Quentin Tarantino movie, as Beatrix Kiddo kills Bill and is finally united with her and Bill's daughter, Bibi. It certainly feels like a well-deserved outcome for the two, until you consider that Beatrix and Bibi aren't remotely out of the woods yet. Volume 1 heavily implies that Vernita Green's daughter Nikki might one day seek revenge on Beatrix for killing her mother, as Tarantino later confirmed would form the basis for a potential if at this stage unlikely next film. As such, it's easy to consider a future where Beatrix, having let her guard down after years without conflict, is caught unawares by an adult Nikki, who would end up making short work of her. And even this presumably isn't the end of the story, as a grown BB will then vow to take revenge against Nikki, ensuring the soulless cycle of revenge simply always continues. 4. The aliens are probably coming back to wipe out humanity. 
District 9. District 9 appears to conclude on a fairly hopeful note, as alien Christopher Johnson is able to escape Earth with his young son CJ, whilst promising Vickers, who by the film's end is turning into a prawn at rapid pace, that he'll be back to cure him. But even if Christopher was telling the truth and is indeed able to cure Vickers, it's far from a guarantee that they'll ever actually return. More to the point, once Christopher gets home and informs his fellow aliens of the situation on Earth, in which their kind are confined to a camp and viewed with disdain by most humans, it's easy to imagine a scenario where the aliens stage a full-on invasion. Even with the best intentions, it's unlikely that Christopher would be able to quell a tidal wave of homicidal alien rage. Helpless to stop them from unleashing their superior weaponry on us pathetic human meat sacks. Whilst District 9 doesn't paint a remotely flattering portrait of Earth and the people on it, that would still be an undeniably bleak outcome for the human race. 3. Josh basically ruins Susan's life. Big. The Tom Hanks starring comedy Big is one of the most beloved films of the 1980s. Hanks stars as Josh Baskin, who at the age of 12 wishes to be made big and wakes up in the body of his adult self. Josh ends up scoring a gig working at a toy company, and his free-spirited personality soon enough wins him the affection of co-worker Susan. Their seemingly happy relationship crashes into a brick wall, though, at the film's end, when Susan learns the truth and watches Josh turn back into a child. It's a wonderfully bittersweet ending on the surface, albeit one with far more unsettling psychological implications when you think about it for, like, a second. Beyond the fact that Susan is now aware that magic definitely exists, she also has to contend with the fact that she's been in a relationship with a literal child in a man's body. And more to the point, she's been having sex with this person. How is she just supposed to go about living a normal life now? Should she be on some kind of register? Perhaps the worst of all is the fact that she's also unable to speak to anyone about this traumatic series of events because they would never believe her. So she just has to get on with the rest of her life carrying this game-changing knowledge of the universe, and that would set up even the most sane person for a nervous breakdown. 2. Healy resumes his self-destructive alcoholism. The Nice Guys. Shane Black's ludicrously entertaining and criminally underseen neo-noir The Nice Guys ends with Healy and March's case effectively falling apart, the Detroit automotive industry having successfully suppressed the catalytic converter. The film's final scene sees Healy and March meeting up in a bar to drown their sorrows, with functioning alcoholic March happily telling Healy, at least you're drinking again, to which Healy replies, I feel great. Whilst it's an undeniably humorous exchange, it's also important to note that Healy abstained from alcohol consumption throughout the film, and by falling off the wagon so spectacularly and forming a new detective agency with a huge enabler like March, he's likely headed down a path of self-destructive alcoholism. Though the ending sets up a sequel, which due to the film's paltry box office will sadly never get, that nods to the pair's continued adventures, whereas the far more likely outcome is that Healy ends up drinking himself to death. 1. Mike and Nancy definitely got eaten. Sing. This animated musical features numerous memorable, musically talented animal characters, including the street musician Mouse, Mike. Though in the film's climax, Mike gets his special moment in the spotlight when he performs a spirited rendition of Frank Sinatra's My Way, his final scene in the movie hints that he's not long for this world. Mike ends up tracked down by three Russian bears he cheated out of money during a card game earlier on, though initially he gets saved by his mouse girlfriend Nancy. Yet, 
As the pair drive away, one of the bears is still shown clinging to the back of the car, grinning at the camera. And that's the last we see of Mike and Nancy. They're totally absent when the Moon Theatre is reopened right at the end of the movie, leaving audiences to assume that at least Mike and also probably Nancy were killed and eaten by that bear. Whilst a lot of fans speculated that the upcoming sequel would reveal them to still be alive, given that neither McFarlane nor Strong are on the cast list, nor were they featured in the first trailer, we're left to assume that they were probably devoured right as they drove off into the sunset, which when we look back isn't really the happy ending we were after. Hold up, what was that? Boring, no flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.